In an area of space known as the Courtyard, a Federation ship moves across the stars, patrolling the borders between three civilizations. Its mission? Maintain peace, and to remain ever watchful in endless vigilance. Stardate 2381.159. Ensign Shivari, you have the con. Aye, Captain. So how are you feeling? Good afternoon, everyone. Captain. For those of you I have not met yet, I apologize, but the need to get underway was vital. I'm Commander Mitchell Quinn. We are en route to the Romulan Neutral Zone, and in approximately two days we are to drop off Advocate Varan, and will receive the Romulan Ambassador. Sir, is it true that a Romulan officer will be serving aboard the Vigilance? Yes, it is. As part of a new initiative, Centurion Dulan Valdor will be serving as Lieutenant Commander with full command authority appropriate to his rank while aboard this vessel. He will be serving as third in command. As long as he understands his place. Right. Two introductions. I would like to introduce Lieutenant Commander Nikolai Reznov, who is our Chief of Engineering. Nikolai, I'd like you to meet the rest of our executive officers. You've already met Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne. Yeah, we met. Seated to your right is Lieutenant Max, our tactical officer and security chief. Seated across from you is Lieutenant Oriman Nen, our chief medical officer. Captain, I'm impressed. Ah, he's just showing off. Captain, protocol states every new crew member is required to attend sickbay for a physical at their earliest opportunity. I am aware, Doctor. Please let me know if anyone seems to be having difficulty finding the time to see you. Why are you looking at me? Okay. Before you all return to your duties, one last thing. I'll be initiating a couple of battle scenarios before we arrive at our destination. Please have your departments ready in 15. Dismissed, everyone. Uh, Commander Hawthorne, one moment, please. Captain? Commander... Regarding your earlier comment about Commander Reznov and insubordination, I understand your concerns and I appreciate your vigilance to rank and duty, but Nikolai and I have been friends since childhood and he's like a brother to me. But, sir... As such, I do give Nikolai some latitude. Please don't mistake my kindness as weakness. Will, I'm all about family, and this ship is now a part of it. If they're all going to feel as if they're a part of this family, we need to find some balance. Understood, Captain. You're dismissed, Commander. <sighs> K-1 
Captain's Log Supplemental, 13-1500 hours. We're underway. This is Captain Quinn, Stand Down Simulated Battle Stations. I say again, Stand Down, all simulated battle stations. Well done, everyone. Captain out. Helm, return us to our original heading and speed. Aye, Captain. Returning to original course and speed. Computer, recognize tactical helm maneuvers previously noted as Echo 1 and Gamma 1 as Shivari Echo 1 and Shivari Gamma 1. Shivari Echo 1 and Shivari Gamma 1 recognized. Uh, excuse me, sir. Well, during that scenario, you chose a rather modified Riker Alpha 2 maneuver to prevent exposing our starboard side and eventually our stern, then rather brilliantly changed course opposite to standard Starfleet training to gain advantage on the opposition's belly. Well done, Ensign. Thank you, sir. Commander Hawthorne, I'll be in my ready room. You have the con. Aye, sir. I have the con. Computer. Coffee with hazelnut cream, 75 degrees. Captain's Log, Supplemental. We've just completed several simulated battle scenarios, and both the ship and the crew performed excellently. We've returned to our original heading to the Romulan Neutral Zone, and due to arrive in two days. And log. Personal log. I cannot say enough about this ship and its crew. We just finished several battle simulations, and I have to say, I am a lucky man. I just let the bridge crew do their thing without any direction from me, and it was a great way to see what they and this ship are capable of. Now, about Hawthorne. What is... Rest off to Quinn. Commander Quinn here. Go ahead. Oh. So sorry, Commander Quinn. Does His Holiness have time to talk? <laughs> okay. What is it, Nikolai? Are you quite done playing war games and abusing my ship? Oh, and by the way, what the hell was your pilot thinking by venting plasma? Whoop. Hold on a second, Nikolai. Enter. Ah, huh. Ensign Shivari. What can I do for you? Captain, here are the action reports you wanted from all Mitch, departments. that your pilot? Shivari, venting warp plasma? What were you thinking? Thank you for recognizing- Do you have any idea what you've done to my ship and the work I need to do to get everything back to the No, way no, 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 no. What do you mean, your ship? Don't talk to me like that. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm sorry, Commander. Who the hell am I? Just who the hell are you? This is my ship. Captain, I... <laughs> That's all right, Ensign. You know, you remind me of someone. Anyway, thanks for the report. You're welcome, sir.
Computer, please log all data from Station 6 and exit simulation module. Data logged. Exiting simulation module. Status on warp core micron level. Warp core is operating at 0 0.03 microns, 0 0.01 below operational standards. Damn it. Computer, please begin recalibration sequence. Calibration sequence commencing. Manual input required. Crewman, please make sure this is uploaded into the computer. Thank you. How are the specs, Lynn? We are out of phase by 0.01 microns. The simulation must have taxed the core. Oh, we're not used to this yet. Yeah, you're telling me. If we don't get this back to 0.02, the commander is going to have our heads. The matter injector's release into the gas combiner is out of sync by 5%. Right, I'm on it. Which part? The fusion pre-burner. Yep. How are we supposed to keep this up? What do you mean? Well, I, I mean, okay, ever since the commander had us lower the intermix ratio to 0.02 microns, well, okay, I will admit that the vigilance has been more efficient, but how the hell are we supposed to keep her there? Might I remind you that maintaining is far easier than getting it there. Yes, but a simulation. A damn simulation took her out of variance enough for us to worry about it. I just... Don't see how we're going to keep up this intermix level. Okay, Lynn. We are 2% out of variance now. Thank you. Hey. What's wrong? You seem kind of jumpy. This was our first combat scenario outside of the simulations at the Academy. Yeah, I remember. Is that what's bothering you? I mean, you did alright. You did more than alright. You did great. Even I had to hustle to keep up with you. Well, we all did our jobs, yes. I mean, from what I could tell, the Vigilance performed better than she was intended to, and... <gasps> okay, okay, that's it. We are back in variance. 0.02 microns. Perfect, thank you. All right, then. Enlighten me. What's wrong? I won't lie to you, Lynn. I was really nervous. I was glad I had my duties. I held on to him like a security blanket. I'm not sure what I would have done had I not been in engineering. I mean... I realize this was only a drill. I know we weren't in any real danger, but... You want to know how we'll do with the real thing? Yeah. Did the commander get to you that much? We're all feeling nervous, excited, and relieved. I don't think there's an answer I could give you that would make you feel better, except to say that this is what we're trained for. There is no logical reason why we shouldn't be ready for anything that comes our way. Yeah, I know. But... What the hell was she thinking? And how dare she talk to me like that? And damn it, he cut me off. Sir? When I get up to the bridge, there will be absolute hell to pay. I'm gonna rip some new upstart a new... And just maybe... A captain's while I'm at it. Commander, is everything alright? What is it, Ensign? Can't you see I'm busy here? Well, it's about the intermix chamber. What about my intermixed chamber? Sir, permission to speak freely? I asked what you wanted. Out with it. Um, sir, sir, we have we some, have some concerns, concerns regarding the intermix ratio maintenance. Oh, is that so? <laughs> what concerns? Let me see. 0.02 microns. What the hell's your problem? Sir, sir, my concern is regarding maintenance and how we're supposed to keep the intermix ratio at 0.02 microns. I, the, the simulation knocked it out of variance and we reset it, but if we have to do this every time we hit a bump, how is that efficient, sir? 
So tell me, Ensign, is it we have, or is it I have a concern here? Sir? (sighs) Okay, okay. Firstly, good on the reset. Second, that shouldn't be happening, Ensign. We won't always be venting plasma. Here, I'll show you a trick on keeping it all balanced. And Ensign, what makes you think you're going to be the only one working on this? We're all in this together here. Computer. One tumbler with ice. What the hell is that bottle of bourbon? Why do I have one? I should never have put that away in the first place from hiding it on my... Uh, <laughs> ah, there you are. Four roses. Personal log. What kind of captain does Quinn think he is? Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. What the hell does that even mean, except that he presents favoritism? There is absolutely no place on a Starfleet vessel for anyone... Captain especially to show such blatant disregard for duty and policy. Okay, sure, married couples can understand, but save from that, an officer is an officer, regardless of how long you knew them. I don't much care if the mother changed the diapers at the same time. Starfleet Regulation 1138 states, and I quote, Starfleet members may not engage in business or romantic relationships with superiors in the direct chain of command in as much as this may be harmful to discipline and or the chain of command. Now, while this regulation makes specific reference to romantic relationships, which, by the way, have absolutely no place on a starship, I believe that familiar relationships can and do create conflict of interests as such latitude of any kind to those millions about the ship is completely unacceptable. So, I ask you, how exactly can a captain do his duty effectively when he shows favoritism? Oh, and undue praise, Ensign Shivari. Yes, she's an acceptable pilot, starfully trained her for God's sake, but to give her praise for doing what she was put here to do? I hardly believe she went above and beyond her abilities. Is unacceptable. <clears throat> we are not here to cuddle the crew. We are here to protect the interests of the United Federation of Planets. And if an officer, any officer, is unable to perform their duties without constant supervision, they should hand in their pips and allow better individuals to take their place. I can only hope that this. Romulan we're taking on knows his place. (laughs) And Reznov, speaking of place, who the hell does he think he is telling me to go check to see if the hall needs to be painted? 
I'm the ship's second in command, not some, some minion. He should know his damn place. And that is down in the bowels of this goddamn ship, not mouthing off to superior officers on what should have been my damn bridge. Who the hell did I piss off to get stuck in this second-rate exos position? Unacceptable! It's simply unacceptable. You may enter. Joanne True, Ambassador. I'm reporting for further briefing, as requested. Must you always be so formal? You no longer have any formal duties aboard this ship. You are my superior. It would be improper for me to act any other way. Very well. Won't you have a seat? Again? That would not be- Yes, you said that before. Please, be at ease and sit down. If that is your wish. It is. All the information you require is on that pad. While you are performing your duties aboard the Vigilance, you will report to Commander Mitchell Quinn. He will be, for the duration of this assignment, your commanding officer. I trust that is not an issue? No, Ambassador. There is no issue. However, may I speak freely? Please. I must ask, is the Empire ready for this transfer program? There is still much animosity for the Federation. Animosity that I hope the Empire can move past. Centurion, two years ago, our government was crippled, and now two factions stand. The Romulan Star Empire and the Imperial Romulan State. Not everyone sees the Federation as an enemy, but politics is another matter. That's the reason why I am being sent to Cure Station. Yes, I understand. Do you have any questions? No, Ambassador. Thank you. I will take my leave. Joel True. Centurion. Joel True, Envoy. I trust your briefing with the Ambassador went well? It did. Excellent. I shall not disturb the rest of your afternoon. However, I trust you will not forget where your loyalties lie. Never question my loyalties, Envoy. You're up early. I didn't even hear you leave this morning. Good morning, T. You were sleeping, and I didn't want to wake you. I got you chamomile tea. Oh, thank you. You read my mind. Yes, and you know I can. And speaking of that, what's wrong? I can feel the anxiety rolling off you like a heat wave. Sorry, Rhea. I'm just... You haven't talked to Lieutenant Max yet, have you? Well... Tila, seriously... No wonder you were a mess of stress last night. T, you wake up each morning dreading your shift. How is today going to be any different? <sighs> I'm sorry for last night, Rhea. I know I have to talk to the lieutenant, but what am I supposed to say? Sorry, sir, I don't like my job? I'm not cut out for security? I'd like a transfer. A transfer to what? I don't know, but anything has to be better for you. 
Maybe I can transfer to the station when this is done. I can file the paperwork. I know they need a few- Don't you dare. Don't you even think about it. You know I don't like communicating telepathically when there are others around. It's not right. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Listen, Lieutenant Max has to come into sickbay for his physical today. Do you want me to talk to him on your behalf? I'm certain I Absolutely not. I'll talk to him. I just haven't found the right time. I mean, you know who he is. You can feel it, too. Yes, I know. He is an awkward bedside manner, but at least he isn't you-know-who. I know. He really does seem to have a pickle up his ass, doesn't he? Tila! What? Seriously? I am here to help if you need it, T. Thanks, Nria. But I can fight my own battles. I'll see out this assignment, and then when we're back at Cure Station, I'll log the transfer paperwork. Maybe I can shift into the science track and use my linguistics background. Okay, T. But I can be very persuasive if I need to be. Rhea, promise me you won't say anything. Please? Alright, fine. Are we still on for dinner tonight? I wouldn't miss it. 1800 okay? Of course. I better get going. As much as I can complain, I still would rather not be late for my shift. Oh, Captain! Nurse Lariah, Dr. Nin. Please take this tricorder and input the data into the computer so the captain can access it. Yes, Doctor. I'm here for my physical. Is it a good time? No, it's just fine. Please have a seat at side bed three. Have you had any trouble with any of the crew attending for their physicals, Doctor? Captain, you're the last. Oh, so Commander Reznov has been here to see you. He was by here last evening. He's quite an interesting fellow. Oh, really? What was his blood alcohol level? Sir? (laughs) Never mind. It's just an inside joke, Doctor. I think I understand. He doesn't care much for rank, does he? Not at all. Why is that? Nurse. It's all right, Doctor. Depending on who you ask, some might think that Reznov entered Starfleet only because of me. And is that true? Well... Let's just say we entered Starfleet together in support of each other. But Nikolai says you dragged him into Starfleet. Ha! <laughs> well, again, depending on who you ask. Nurse, you're a Delton, is that right? Yes. So you have the ability to sense emotion, and you're a telepath, are you not? I have limited telepathic ability, and I'm able to communicate with other telepaths, but I am unable to read your thoughts, if that's what you're asking. But you can read my emotions. So, how's Lieutenant Max doing? Did I just miss something? No, Doctor. Everything is just fine. Okay, Lieutenant Max is fine. Why do you ask? Doctor, I'm aware of the Lieutenant's augmentations. That's why I'm asking. (laughs) Okay. Well, his nanites are responding as the Shu Shiraz augments are expected to. His strength and reaction time are above the Vulcans, but I'm uncertain to what degree. His ability to regenerate has increased, and he's tolerant to most toxins. And what about his emotional state? Lieutenant Max is mentally sound, but he is still very emotionally distant. 
He is still trying to hide his Borg side. The Doctor and I believe Max is trying too hard to be only human, which we believe is having the opposite effect. He sounds more like an android. Is that what you mean when you say having the opposite effect? Go ahead, nurse. You're more adept in this field than I am. Well, Doctor, Captain, while Max is able to appear as if he feels very little, I can assure you his emotions are human. He feels at any given point in time a jumble of emotions, with the most prevalent being frustration. But he sounds too matter-of-fact and professional. Yes, because that's how well he hides it. The only time his emotions are not a concern is when he has something to focus on. Interesting. Thank you, nurse. Now, doctor, does your sickbay have everything you require? Yes, sir. I have everything I need. But if someone is critically injured, they would need the infirmary on the station. Doctor, you have experience as a field surgeon. I find it hard to believe that you couldn't deal with critical injuries here on the ship. <clears throat> Obviously I would, and I would do my best. I would expect nothing less. Doctor, nurse, good day. Are you alright? Yes, I'm fine. My stomach's bothering me. It may have been something I ate. Sir, you're bullion. I find that hard to believe. So, what did I miss between you and the captain? There may be more to Commander Reznov and the captain's relationship, and the reason they joined Starfleet. Interesting. Can you give me a hand setting up the medical tricorder for Romulan DNA? Yes, Doctor. Captain on the bridge. Captain. Do you have a moment that we may talk privately? Certainly. Commander, you still have the con. Aye, sir. I have the con. Lieutenant, my ready room? Yes, sir. Please, have a seat, Lieutenant. I would prefer to stand. As you wish. Do you care for something to drink? No, thank you. So, what's on your mind, Lieutenant? Pardon me, sir? What did you want to see me about? It's about a member of my security team. I would like her reassigned, sir. Reassigned? Has something happened, Lieutenant? She doesn't belong in security, sir. Hmm. I haven't read anything in your reports regarding someone on your security team, Lieutenant. What exactly are you basing this on? Nurse Lariah, sir. Uh, you've lost me, Lieutenant. How is Nurse Lariah involved in all this? Because it was her idea, sir. I thought you just said you wanted this individual reassigned, but now you're telling me that it's Lariah's idea. Which is it, Lieutenant? I'm sorry, sir. Nurse Lariah came to me and suggested that one of my team members doesn't feel she is suited for security. I agreed with her, and the nurse recommended that I speak to you regarding a reassignment. Okay, now it's starting to make sense. Who's the crew member we're speaking about? Lieutenant Junior Grade Tila Draw, sir. Computer, bring up Tila Draw's personnel file, please. Okay, let's see. Lieutenant J.G. Tila Draw, Betazoid, Communications Specialist... Ph.D. in Linguistics, Empath, Minimal Telepathy, 
Oh, born on Earth. Father Betazoid, mother human. Hmm. So why was she assigned to security? Authorization Commander Hawthorne. <laughs> okay. When the commander asked me to notify her of her assignment to security, he explained that her abilities would be an asset to my department. And did you agree with him? No, sir. Lieutenant Draw is an excellent officer, but she is a pacifist. She lacks the aggressiveness required for security, sir. Really? Well, hmm. it just so happens I have a vacant position on my bridge that she would be qualified for. I'll speak to her and see if she agrees. I'll have her reassigned as the communications officer. Thank you, sir. Uh, since you're here, I would like to ask you a favor. Sir? I was hoping to join your advanced hand-to-hand -hand combat course. I don't think that would be a good idea. And why would that be, Lieutenant? The training I put my team through is very rigorous. Oh. Are you saying I can't handle it, Lieutenant? Not at all, sir. Oh, good. When's your next class? 1,700 hours in Shuttle Bay 2. Excellent. I'll be there. Is that all, sir? Yes, Lieutenant. Captain Quinn to Lieutenant Draw. Draw here, Captain. Please report to my ready room at your earliest. On my way, Captain. Computer. Personal log. I can understand now what Nurse Lariah was saying. Lieutenant Max is obviously not comfortable being part Borg, even though he appears completely human. He seems reluctant to express himself. Hopefully I can get him to open up a little more while he's kicking my ass. End personal log. Enter! You wanted to see me, sir? At ease, Lieutenant. Please. Have a seat. Thank you, sir. Care for something to drink, Lieutenant? No, thank you, sir. Would you say there's something wrong with the way I'm asking that? Sorry, sir? Oh, it's just every time I ask if someone wants something to drink, they always say no. Am I the only one who gets thirsty on this ship? <laughs> I doubt that, sir, but I just finished lunch, so I'm really not thirsty. Fine, fine. So... The reason I asked you here is to discuss your present assignment in security. Have I done something wrong, sir? Not at all, Lieutenant. Uh, it's just come to my attention that you may not be suited for security. I'm sorry, sir? Lieutenant, I don't need to be an empath to see how nervous you are. What are you sensing from me right now? But I'm not sensing you, sir. I, I would never. At ease, Lieutenant. I believe you. I'm asking you to read my emotions. Concern, compassion, regret. And do any of those worry you? Not really, sir. Okay. So, back to why I called you here. Lieutenant Max has indicated that you might be interested in a reassignment. I don't understand how he would know about that. I haven't said anything to the lieutenant. I believe Nurse Lariah has spoken to the lieutenant on your behalf. I assume that you have spoken to her about this. Yes, I have, but I didn't ask to be reassigned. I don't want the lieutenant to think this is because of him, because it's not. I believe the good nurse and the lieutenant share the same opinion. 
that your talents are being wasted in security, and frankly, so do I. Really, sir? You are a communications specialist with a Ph.D. in linguistics. Do you feel these are qualifications suitable for the security department? No, sir. Well, then, how would you feel about being on the bridge as my new communications officer? Really, sir? Well, I need to fill that vacant position right now, so yes. Really. <laughs> I would like that very much, sir. Excellent. Please report for duty tomorrow as the Alpha Shift communication officer. Yes, sir. And thank you, sir. You're quite welcome, Lieutenant. Computer, recognize Lieutenant Junior Grade Tila Draw as the new Alpha Shift communications officer. Captain on deck? At ease, everyone. I'm not the captain right now, just another crew member interested in getting his butt kicked. <laughs> well, you come to the right place for that, sir. <laughs> Everyone, let's get started. Blow me a kiss from across the room. Hey, you. How was work today? You. You know damn well how work was today. I told you not to interfere, Rhea. Come on, T. You were so unhappy. You and I both know how you felt working in security. Besides, I might be more sorry if I wasn't sensing the waves of elation coming from you right now. I... You? Ugh! You're acting as if you've done nothing wrong! I should... I should be so pissed at you right now. Yeah, but you're not. I love you too, and you're welcome. Doctor, aren't you supposed to be off duty? Yes, Captain. There was something I needed to do that required me to return to sickbay. Uh, well, since you're here, would you mind looking at my shoulder and leg? <laughs> what happened? Uh, I attended Lieutenant Max's advanced hand-to-hand -hand combat course. I see. Go into sickbed too and I'll take a look at you. Ugh. <sighs> How bad does it hurt? Yeah, only a little. <laughs> <laughs> Hurts only a little, my ass. Nikolai, what are you doing here? Are you kidding me, Mitch? I wouldn't miss this for a good bottle of brandy. What do you mean? Hold still for a moment, Captain. Do you seriously think I would miss the chance of seeing you get your ass kicked? So you've just been waiting here, hoping I would show up? Hell no. We were watching from shuttle operations control since your class started. We? Uh, you have a minor separation of your left shoulder, and you have a patellar contusion on your right knee. I think we can take care of this. Huh. By the looks on your faces, I would assume you were both watching. I was there for purely professional reasons. 
I wanted to observe Lieutenant Max's interaction with others. And I was there for the sheer entertainment value. And let me say, you did not disappoint. In fact, I think I might have pulled something from laughing too hard. Hey, Doc, you mind taking a look on me once you're done with this guy? <laughs> well, I guess I wouldn't have wanted to miss it either. <laughs> arrived at our coordinates, Captain. Full stop. I'm on my way. Aye, Captain. Full stop. Captain on the bridge. Wow. Pretty dashing in your dress threads, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Ensign. You're welcome, sir. Lieutenant Max, do we have anything? Romulan D-Daradex-class ship decloaking directly ahead. It's the IRW Curry, sir. Advocate Viran to the bridge. Hail the Curie, Ensign. Aye, Captain. The Curie is answering our hail, Captain. On screen. Good afternoon. Captain Quinn, I am Envoy Sizzik. Where is Advocate Veron? Greetings, Envoy. The Advocate will be along shortly. Good. The Ambassador will be ready shortly. We will send you our transporter coordinates for the Advocate. Jolan True, Envoy Sizzik. How is the Ambassador? Jolan True, Advocate. Ambassador Tiparal is well. Good. Captain Quinn, I am ready to transfer over to the Curie. Envoy Sissick, I will have my transporter chief send you our transporter coordinates shortly. Understood. Curie out. Commander Hawthorne, you're with me. Ensign Javari, you have the con. Aye, Captain. Hmm. Shall we, Advocate? Yes, thank you. Coordinates received, Captain. Thank you, Chief. Have a safe trip home, Advocate Veron. Thank you, Captain. To you as well. Please, keep our ambassador safe. I will. Chief, initiate transport. The Curie has received the Advocate, Captain. Let them know we're ready to receive the Ambassador's group. They're initiating transport, sir. <clears throat> Captain? Huh? Uh, <clears throat> uh, forgive me. Welcome aboard the USS Vigilance, Ambassador Tiparal. I'm Commander Mitchell Quinn, and this is my first officer, Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne. 
Thank you, Captain. This is Envoy Sissick and Centurion Valdor. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. I'm glad to meet you both. Captain. Captain? Commander Valdor, here is your pad with your orders. Please report to sickbay and then come and see me in my ready room. Aye, Captain. Ambassador. Envoy. If you'll excuse me. Captain, shouldn't someone escort the Centurion? I don't think that will be necessary. Correct, Commander Valdor? Thank you, Captain. Commander Hawthorne, return to the bridge and set course back to Cure Station at cruising speed as soon as the Curie departs. Aye, Captain. Ambassador. Ambassador, Envoy, if you will follow me, I will show you to your quarters. Thank you, Captain. My, what a woman. You got that right, crewman. Who does he think he is setting me up like a damned... Bridge! Noggling some Romulan female like he had no decency. Commander! All the idiots see that you just can't wrap my hood around people, but especially women. I have the con, Ensign. Aye, sir. Lieutenant, what is the status of the Romulan ship? The Curie is beginning to move away, sir. Helm, plot a course back to Cure Station. Aye, sir. The Curie is preparing to go to warp, and it's cloaking, sir. Course laid in, sir. Helm, commence warp 7. Aye, sir. Commencing warp 7. listening to The Crew, Episode 2 of Endless Vigilance, a Star Trek fan production, a Two Sober Doors Productions podcast, making magic for your ears. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Robert J. Harrower and Vincent J. Loria. It was audio engineered and edited by Robert J. Harrower, Vincent J. Loria, and Isaac Gooch. The voice talents for this episode are Craig Hustler as Commander Mitchell Quinn, Robert J. Harrower, as Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne and Cargo Bay Crewman 2. Matthew James Lottie as Lieutenant Commander Nikolai Reznov. Gary Warnock as Lieutenant Commander Dulan Valdor. Jordan Pierce as Lieutenant Max. Mandy Kay as Lieutenant Junior Grade Teela Draw. Abigail Wall as Ensign Jera Shivari. Daniel Ward as Dr. Oraman Nen. Jade Loria as Nurse Loria. Hazel Newman as Ensign Yale Tour. Isaac Gooch as Ensign Lin Huai Chang and Transporter Room Crewman, Eloria Shaw as Ambassador Katara Tiparal, Michael French as the Vigilance Computer, Vincent Brownlee 
as Senior Chief Damian Stewart, James Haney as the Riemann Envoy Sissek, Kyle Dinellen as Senator Laurent Treveron, and Vincent J. Loria as Cargo Bay Crewman One. Original music for this episode was provided by Nate Reynolds Welsh. Little Things Mean a Lot by Kitty Callan is courtesy of Public Domain. Endless Vigilance, a Star Trek fan production, is based on Star Trek, created by Gene Roddenberry. For more information about this episode, or to find us online, please visit us at twosoberdwarfsproductions.com, on Twitter at Two Sober and at Vigilance Trek, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash twosoberdwarfsproductions. Star Trek and all related marks, logos, and characters are solely owned by CBS Studios Incorporated. Two Sober Dwarfs Productions, the website, the promotion thereof, and this fan audio drama are not endorsed by, sponsored by, nor affiliated with CBS, Paramount Pictures, or any other Star Trek franchise, and is a non-commercial fan-made audio production intended for recreational use. No commercial exhibition or distribution is permitted. No alleged independent rights will be asserted against CBS or Paramount Pictures.